No, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> Hey's and guys and girls, this is Smash Tower for Con Air Radio. And this is kind of a recap and uh, an excitement thing. So I don't know if you guys have listened to the podcast, um, you know, Fan Fusion. Uh, the last two podcasts were basically Fan Fusion and the wrap-up of the interviews for Fan Fusion. So there was a lot of cool stuff that went on. We got some good interviews and Cam did a phenomenal job. Um, you know, just kind of getting thrown out there, not giving uh, Cam a, a list of questions. Uh, and he really went just on his own and did a good job. So I'm excited about that. <coughs> he seems to be willing to help. And it's good to have uh, a co-host that is just right on there wanting to do the interviews and such. So this is good and uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get some more good interviews on up-and-coming conventions. Um, I have had some reasonably good news um, for a couple of conventions that are coming up. Um, and I'm always going to massacre names. I massacre words and names all the time. But UUCon, um, which is one that's just started out here in um, Mesa or in the East Valley, uh, last year I was there. Uh, I didn't do as good a job as I would have liked. We didn't really do, or I didn't really do any interviews. I'm hoping this year, um, when it comes up in October, um, that I will do a much better job of getting uh, more interviews and such. The, the reason why I'm hoping that we can is there is a slight possibility that we might be able to get a table for podcasting. So uh, I'm excited about that. So this is something that we've been doing at Sabo for a year or two, and it has been a phenomenal to do this. We get a lot of interviews, and it's, uh, it's just a different experience. Now, FanFusion, uh, as much as I love FanFusion, the downside of FanFusion, and I get so many less interviews, is because I'm having to roam around. Um, we roam around, we try to find a way to coordinate time so they can get somebody in there or so that we're not interrupting their prime time type stuff. So uh, with FanFusion, I think I'm going to have to make some adjustments um, you know, if we're going to continue doing it like we're doing it now, where I'm just kind of wandering around, I think I'm going to try to do more interviews on Fridays and Sundays and leave Saturdays um, open for more photos. Uh, and then I think that's what I'll try to focus on, mostly just because of the fact that so many people are being so active. Um, and we don't want to take away from their, their booths, their their activities so that's something I'm gonna have to readjust now <laughs> I have thought about asking I'm pretty sure they're gonna always they'll say no because uh, it's their money um, I'm going to reach out <clears throat> and try to find someone to talk to at 
fan fusion about maybe possibly getting a table donated to where I can podcast from the table. This would help simplify things uh, and make things easier so we can get more interviews done <coughs> and give us a centrally located base of operation. So um, I'm going to go ahead and ask, chances are since it's a year out, um, it probably will be one of those things, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, we'll see. Um, so inle unless something pops up that they'll see as being um, more justified for donating the table, um, I'm not 100% sure that, that it would be something that will happen. But... <coughs> I still have my fingers crossed for Uicon, uh, Ucon. I'm going to say it, going to screw it up again. UWUCon. And I reached out um, to one of the uh, founders, and he seems to believe that there could be possibility of we getting a table for the con. Now, this is in October. Um, so if this is possible, then I'm hoping that we'll get tons of interviews for uh, Con Air Radio at this event. And I'm very, very excited for it. Uh, I don't know if Cam's going to be entirely available for this. Um, he may or may not. If that's the case, then I probably will look around to see if I can find another co-host willing to help out on that weekend for whatever shifts that Cam's not available to help. so, um, And then see if we'll get another mix of uh, special co-hosts in on that day. Um, <coughs> so I am excited about that. I'm also very hopeful that uh, Greg at Sabotin will uh, get us another table for Sabo in September so that I'm hoping that we can knock out a lot of interviews again at Sabo. Um, once again, I'm, you know, if Cam's available, I'm hoping to use Cam for the for the con. If not, I probably will be looking for another backup uh, co-host. If you guys are interested in your local, hey, reach out. I'm we might be able to come together and and come up with something. So that's also something to look forward to. Um, also, <coughs> I had a new toy to play with this weekend. Um, at Fan Fusion. Now, of course, that was almost a week ago now, um, or creeping up on it. Um, and uh, I had a cordless mic and uh, working with my recorder. And it actually works right now. It works out pretty good. I'm using it right now. So it's kind of nice not to have the cord that's uh, entwined and such. So I'm actually thinking I'm going to pick up a second one um, so that uh, I can have two cordless mics, mics and not getting all tangled. It's just, if you saw me do an interview at the convention, you'll you'll see that you know I've got this nice little messenger bag. I pull out the messenger bag, and then I pull out my headset so it's corded, and then I pull out one of the mics and it's corded, and then I pull out the cordless mic, you know, which is kind of nice. So you hand the cordless mic to whoever has to kind of reach the gap the most, <coughs> and then the corded the corded one will stay with. Uh, um, Whoever standing beside myself. In this case, it was probably mostly Cam. So anyway, the cordless mic was phenomenal to have the access to. So <coughs> I definitely think I'm going to pick up a second one 
maybe even possibly or a third or a fourth, but uh, they're kind of semi-expensive, so uh, it'll probably be something that'll have to be done over time. Uh, also, I noticed that uh, if I'm going to start doing uh, table interviews at some of these conventions, I need to pick up some uh, mic stands so that the individuals don't actually have to stand there and hold the microphone in their hand at the entire time. So I'll be doing some research and probably ordering the mic stands reasonably soon. Uh, I did think I found another way to uh, lighten my load for the... Um, podcasting is I think I'm going to go with a Bluetooth headset um, <coughs> so that uh, so that I can be wireless on my headset also uh, and they have what they call little Bluetooth transmitters so I'm hoping to uh, actually probably very soon hoping to find a headset that I can uh, test out and see if this is going to work which once again this will take it uh, wireless so no cords are having to to get fumbled around now I do think what I might have to do is uh, find a way to put separators in my bag so that I can put the uh, microphones standing up in my bag so that they don't get mixed together they're all not falling apart you know, falling all over the place. So I'm excited about this. I, and this is a, another thing I really enjoy about going to cons is um, I get invigorated um, to come up with new ways to do things. And, you know, I don't know if this is going to make me lighter while I'm doing a convention, but it's definitely going to make things um, less entanglement, you know, so to speak. You know, I, I'm hoping that I can just pull out each mic individually, hand them to the individual, turn on the mics and the receivers, and boom, I'm ready to go. Um, so I'm very excited about that. So, you know, guys and gals, this is the opportunity where you may see Con Air be a little bit more frequent out there. Um, if you follow me on Con Air Radio 2 on Instagram, I have a tendency to take uh, a photo or a screenshot of my countdown alarm that tells me um, what cons that are coming up and how far away they are so um, it's a good way to see where we might be next and uh, I, you know there are a couple of other things that I'm working on um, I have been debating about stepping down from a supervisory position at my work um, and go to uh, where maybe I can free up my hours to where I can do some local uh, festivals on the weekends and such. So it, it's something that we're working on, but it's uh, still kind of up in the air as of right now. But anyway, yes, Fan Fusion. Oh, this is a, this is a personal thing to me for Fan Fusion. I want to thank Fan Fusion for allowing me, uh, Con Air Radio, to be there again. Um, this is one of my favorite events. I love staying at the hotels. I love being this close to the con and roaming around and talking to people. Uh, I love seeing people that I haven't talked to for a short period of time. Uh, some people I see quite often. Some people I don't see often enough. So I'm very excited. Um, this is Fan Fusion has always been one of my favorite conventions. Um, and uh, I get real excited to do it. Uh, I also get very depressed when it's done and over, so yeah, I kind of go through a bit of a depression phase where uh, it's, uh, what do you want to call it, <coughs> con depression, 
I know that uh, a lot of people get con crud after the convention, so they're down for a couple of days. And this one's, uh, I wasn't down for a few days. This was more of a, um, a morale thing, you know. So you, you do the big event, and then you realize, going, oh, man, it's like another year. i got to wait a year for this next event. And it's just so far away. But... That's why I like doing all the conventions. There are so many conventions that are out there, and there are so many people that do the same convention circuit that it's it's running into friends constantly. So, you know, Fan Fusion is in the books for this year. Uh, I was a little upset because I didn't get the opportunity to um, get the autograph of Stephen O'Mell's uh, photo. Uh, we took the photo um, nine years ago. We never got the autograph on it, and I went back to go do it, and we paid for it and such like that, um, but because he had a panel very so, so, so close to his uh, photo op, um, we did the, uh, not the photo op, sorry, his autograph signing, um, we got in line for the autograph signing, this is bright and early, a very open, they opened up the doors, people were flying, running, almost stampeding to get to the autograph and the photo booths so they're so close to be first in line. And by the time my wife and I got there and we were at the closest um, exit to the, or the entrance to, to the, his booth, um, there were already like four lines of people, including VIPs. So by going through the, uh, the time, and it was taking quite a while, the VIPs got through uh, and maybe a few of the regular uh, fans, but they turned around and go, here's a piece of paper, I'm going to have to reschedule, he'll have to come back at 1 o'clock to sign more autographs. Uh, he was scheduled to be there at 2 for signing autographs, so he was going to come in at 1 to sign additional. Um, but unfortunately, we already had events scheduled around that timeline. Now, we knocked those events out very quickly, and got over to his his autograph booth um, for one of the um, staff members um, turned and basically, as we said, they said, "Hey, we were supposed to get our autograph signed here at at the uh, uh, ten thirty time, and uh, you guys sent us away. So here's my piece of paper, you know, for the." Uh, for a, a signing around and uh, they basically said oh we've already done those um, so you're going to have to get in the back of the line now I don't w did not want to do a confrontation in the middle of the, the fan fusion but the, the young lady or the lady that I was talking to at the time should have and logically put us in the VIP line to complete our task and then everyone would have been happy but that offer never came up. Um, and, of course, I guess it could have been my problem, my fault, too. I never suggested it. But I would have thought that somebody who was in charge of these lines would have said, oh, no, no, you, you need to come over here so we can get you taken care of. That was not the case. Now, this is not a negative <coughs> um, thought on fan fusion in any case. I do think that they could have had a different way of solving this. Um, but since it was not suggested, uh, it didn't happen that way. So I basically had to go get a refund for Stephen O'Mell. 
So that kind of sucks. So that photo will now go back into our little archive of frames of celebrities and wait for the next time that Steven's in town uh, to get an autograph. So depressed about that, but it is what it is. Um, the overall event well went well, and uh, I just was not happy with the results of that part of it. So anyway. Um, I guess what I was trying to get at is I wanted to thank Fan Fusion for allowing us to be there. This was a fantastic event. <clears throat> As my crew issues with the podcast start to change, <clears throat> um, I'm hoping to free up some more time to get around um, because I did not feel like I got around to all my friends and vendors and guests um, that I really wanted to. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to sit in on a single um, panel. So <clears throat> hopefully next year we'll get more into that as, uh, as my crew starts to reform and uh, hopefully we'll uh, uh, get the different uh, objectives scheduled out to where we can get more pictures here, more this here, you know, maybe as I was saying before, maybe Saturday would be a better time for me to check out panels instead of trying to do interviews. And that's probably what I might have to do. Just a little bit uh, creative scheduling, and it might increase my uh, excitement for the event. So, yes, Fan Fusion went over extremely well. We're very excited for it. <clears throat> We've got more cons coming up, and hopefully we will uh, see you guys at these cons. So, and yes, as I was also saying, um, I'm going to be tweaking my podcast gear a little bit. So hopefully it will make things a little bit quicker and a little bit lighter, um, faster for us to be, to, to get these projects done. So I'm excited. All right. So speaking of that excitement, just a second. Speaking of that excitement. Uh, and the little uh, app that I have on my on my phone, it is telling me that we are 62 days away from Game On Expo. Now I've reached out to <coughs> Game On Expo and applied for the media passes, so I'm not exactly sure when I'll hear back from it if it, if we're being approved or if we're not. Uh, I talked to a friend at the uh, convention. And he said since we've covered it in the past, he doesn't believe that there will be any reason why we wouldn't get passes this year. So uh, once again, my fingers are crossed, and I'm somewhat excited. Uh, we also talked about uh, a possible table down the road, and he said not this year because they were so very limited in space, <clears throat> but they uh, did hint that they might have a little bit more space for next year. So fingers crossed, uh, maybe you'll actually see uh, Con Air Radio have a table at Game On Expo, which would be phenomenal. Um, we are considering <coughs> printing up some merchandise that might help uh, alleviate some of the costs for us. So we will see. Um, it may have also a lot to do with, you know, we're, we don't, we don't actually make any money doing this. So I've been doing this going on eight years now. So this last weekend was our seventh year anniversary doing cons. So we are approaching our eighth year. I'm actually thinking what's going to happen if we make it to 10. What kind of, I, what kind of can I do? Maybe, you know, a 10th year anniversary t-shirt, you know, something like that. Oh, that could be some fun. All right. So anyway. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> as I was saying, Game of, uh, sorry, Game on Expo is coming up in 62 days, August the 11th. Uh, that's really close to my birthday, so I'm trying to decide, am I going to take off on my birthday weekend and go out somewhere, or am I just going to hold off and do Game on Expo? So we'll see, or do both. You know, that would be a real active week having a weekend for for my birthday and then doing game on expo <clears throat> so there's a there's hopefully some excitement in there and then after game on expo as is, which i said is august 11th uh 62 days away from now uh we have SaboCon, sableton con i did it again <clears throat> getting a little dry Anyway, it is 83 days away. We are looking at September 1st. This is one of my other favorite cons. Uh, Greg puts on a really fantastic show. Uh, the convention is actually in the hotel, so it's not like you have to go outside and do a lot of walking. You're inside. You're in the cool air. Everybody is there, so it is fantastic. It's usually <clears throat> crowded. I don't say that. As a negative thing, it, it just means there's a lot of people going to this convention, and it is cool. You know, you run into all kinds of people, and people all dressed up with different characters, and it's fantastic. So, if you're into anime, <clears throat> Sabotin is basically the largest anime convention uh, in Arizona. So, if, you're do air, if you do anime, this is the convention you want to go to because there's going to be tons of guests, there are going to be tons of costumes, and lots of stuff to do. So, be there. Be there or you're square. Yeah, it's not how the phrase is, but I figured it sounded just about that. <clears throat> and then I said, as, as, as the other one is, Uikon, Uikon, I cannot say that properly <clears throat> is in October 27th that is 139 days away I'm excited about this convention because one it is very close to my home so it is easy for me to get over there um, you know it, it's something that's in the East Valley so I'm excited for it and as I have reported last year <clears throat> when I talked about it this is a con that has a lot of room for improvement. There's a lot of space out there. There's a lot of things I can do. So I'm kind of excited to see, <clears throat> you know, what uh, what different things they can do. I mean, um, now for panels, the rooms that I saw were very small. But I'm almost thinking that if they wanted to improve, you know, with panels and such, they could do more panels but smaller in size. But if they do that, I think that they should have a, um, an app, you know, build an app <clears throat> so that people can choose the panel they want to go to, click on it, and basically say, hey, I'm reserving, you know, a couple of chairs for this panel. And uh, the app <clears throat> could limit the amount of people that are in each panel so that if the rooms are smaller that you know you fill the rooms and this is where you top it off i don't know it's just something i was thinking of and i don't know if they would consider it or not it may be a good way to uh, see what kind of panels really work out for you um so i don't know maybe i'll drop them an email and, and see if that's something they might be considering you never know so but anyway, guys, 
um, this podcast is going to be kind of kind of low, um, smaller than normal. Um, trying to get it out to, to where it's done. Oh, you know why? I was going to do that. I wanted to jump on the podcast this week because of uh, a wrap up for Phoenix Fan Fusion. I wanted to give it a good wrap up, saying that that how much I enjoyed it. Um, how much I feel that we accomplished uh, a decent amount at this convention. And I wanted to wrap that up. Um, but at the same time, yesterday, I went and saw the Transformers Rise of the Beast movie. <coughs> it's been a while since I've been excited about the, the Transformers movies. And I didn't go into it expecting a whole heck of a lot. But I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Um, it had a lot of action. It had uh, the characters, a lot of the characters that we already liked <clears throat> with the Transformers and such. There are new human characters, but uh, definitely more likable. Not likable, definitely more of the Transformer characters that are there. Um, anyway... Uh, it, it was a good movie. It was a lot of action uh, and kind of expected things here, not so much expected there. Uh, also, I will let you know that it was kind of, they were kind of marvelish. Yes, I created that word. <clears throat> it's marvelish um, at the end of it because there was kind of a hidden scene at the end of the movie. Now, on that same note, it was not marvelous, and no, you did not have to stay all the way through the credits. <laughs> you should have seen the look on someone's face uh, and hearing them when they <laughs> stayed all the way through the credits, and so did my wife and I, and we didn't see any more um, hidden gems. So it was one right after the end of the movie, um, before the credits really started. There's a piece, and then that's it. So you don't have to stay all the way through the movie for it. But <clears throat> on that note, um, in my books, Transformers Rise of the Beast is definitely, if you are a Transformers fan, this is definitely a movie you want to go see. It is cool. Uh, I liked it. Uh, Optimus was a little bit negative in a bit, but, you know, you know, everyone has their downsides. So, But anyway, go see this movie. If you're a Transformers fan, you'll like it. And uh, I don't know, it kind of leaves it open. There still could be more Transformers movies, you know, or maybe are they whipping a dead horse? You know, is this the last one? Should we, you know, tie it up now because we're, you know, just stretching it out? I mean, kind of like the Fast X movies, uh, the Fast and the Furious. Is it, you know, is it time to wrap up those movies? I mean, is there really a storyline left you know, um, is Dom going to find uh, aliens that want to race them for the, the keys to their spaceship? I don't know. Um, I'm not trying to be negative about it, but that, that movie series has gone way, 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 way too far. <laughs> so, all right, guys and gals, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Hopefully, we'll catch you at one of our cons. And that's actually one of my favorite little phrases that uh, we came up with earlier in our in our history Uh we basically love to see you guys. We love to uh, talk to you guys. So whenever you get a chance to reach out and see us, hey, please do. Because of what I like to say, 
is we'll see you at the con. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.